back to Bourbon Real Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today we are doing a uh, special episode. This is a happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. There we go. I love it. I love it. So anyway, this is uh, my my birthday week. So this episode will drop actually the day after my birthday. But uh, Nick was uh, nice enough to invite us over to the bunker. We had a few pours. And then uh, we're going to discuss two of... uh, what is I'm going to say oddly has become one of the more hot bourbons to pick up on the secondary market. We're, we're talking about Bardstown Bourbon Company and a couple of their finished products and then uh, one of their standard products being the Discovery Series. And this is Discovery, what, number two? Number two. How, how old are you, Scott? 44 this year? 44. Damn it, you're old. I know. I appreciate that. Five years older than me. Five years older than you, and we're not even going to talk about Nick because he's Young. just a baby. <laughs> And then uh, the other one, uh, Pfeiffer Pave Bourbon. Yeah, I want to say Pave until someone corrects me. Pave Reserve. Yeah, so so that is a nine-year Tennessee distilled or distillate finished in Cabernet Sauvignon barrels out of Napa Valley. So nine-year Dickel. Essentially. That's that. That's the, that's at least a guess because yes. we don't think that JD leaves much out of the out of the out of their I, area. I, I would guess Dickel. So nine year Dickel finished in Pfeiffer Pave Cabernet Sauvignon barrels. So let me ask a question because I'm uneducated in some of this. Are we talked about a couple weeks ago? You're we an edu- about uneducated about Dickel. Yes, I am. <laughs> we talked about MGP, and today we're talking about some Dickel. Uh, are those the two largest sourcers of in the area? So, so when I do a lot of research on when I figure out, try to figure out what distillate is being used besides going straight to the mash bill, because not a lot of places publish what mash bill they use because you have non-disclosure and stuff like that. Typically, I'll say is if it says Tennessee or distilled in Tennessee, I automatically go Dickel. If it says distilled in Indiana, I automatically go MGP. If it says distilled in Kentucky, then you got a variety. Uh, typically, I go Barton as my number one. Like, that's all, uh, where my brain goes. And then I go Heaven Hill. Uh, actually, then I go, like, Heaven Hill, Jim Beam, and then Wild Turkey. So so that's kind of where I, I venture off, just based off of the larger contract distilling and stuff like that. And I know Bardstown does a lot of contract distilling now, too. Um, as does the you know like Castle and Keene, everyone's getting into trail. I mean, everybody's getting into it now. Yeah, so so here in like three or four years, when it says distilled in Kentucky, it's going to be like a nightmare for me. But for now, I typically go like Barton, Jim Beam, Heaven Hill, Wild Turkey. Again, depending on how deep probably someone's pockets are, stuff like that, connections. But so I was absolutely shocked the other day when when we did an episode. I don't know, heck, it was probably like two three months ago where we talked about the Old Kirk and. The fact that that was Willet, like I mean, yeah, I mean that's just crazy when you sit back and think about it. So but. yeah, yeah, All no, right. so we're starting out with Discovery. So, Discovery. So yep. Discovery is, uh, I think it's about one hundred and thirty dollars, one hundred twenty nine ninety nine for their bottles. I think they they're just getting ready to release Discovery number five. Uh, I think it's going to drop based off of social media in the next week or two. They may have bottled it today. They did. Uh, open up their new bottling line. Uh, great tour out there. So uh, shout it's out. Beautiful to, campus. Beautiful campus. Go out there, do the tour. You can get food. You can sit on the patio. A variety of different experiences. They have bottle your own uh, right now, which is something new they did. Uh, the, the nice thing I like about Bardstown, and, and they preach this a lot, is they like transparency. So, so on the side of the label, uh, it should have the, the four or the three different mash bills they use. Usually the youngest is their own. And then it says, like, on the top, it should say, like, 
distilled in Kentucky and it should like I have like a 74 whatever it is and then like distilled in Indiana which is you know again your whatever and then distilled in Kentucky again which is their own um, I know in like two years I think the, the idea is to transition fully to their own distillate um, but again if you look at the side and I run uh, different algorithms to f- try to figure out like the overall age so uh, usually I run this number two against the, n- the newest number four and I think the number four is like a year and a half older, just a, a, a little older than the number two. But again, it's 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 fun to discuss and kind of again, if if you're really nerdy like like I am, and you like doing your research, you can look at different mash bills, you can look at the numbers, and, and how they blend it. So um, it's definitely really unique. So this one's 122.2 proof. It is a blend of 10, 12, and 14 year old bourbons. It's 44 percent of the 10-year, which is 75% corn, 13% rye, and 12% malted barley. And then it's 39% Kentucky bourbon, 12 years old, 74, 18, and 8. And then it's 17% 14-year-old, 78% corn, 10% rye, 12% malted barley. Yeah. So so this is all sourced because I don't think they're they're that... I don't think new. they have anything that's 10 years old or no. older. No, yeah. I think the older stuff they have is like three or four years. So the nose on this sucker... Sweet. I mean, it's very sweet. I mean, I get caramel. Like I, I, like I see like a caramel bomb to me. I mean, this is just in in your face if you like sweet. Yeah, it's it's caramel, brown sugar, creme brulee, a little bit of like sweet pipe tobacco, man, vanilla. I mean, it's it's got all kinds of sweetness. It's got that Kentucky hug to it. That's for sure. As it goes man, down, it rocks oh, your socks off. One twenty-two point two, buddy. That that, that they grabbed a hold of you, huh? <laughs> it sure the heck did. <laughs> Talk about opening up your heart. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, that that's holding on in the middle of that chest for sure. And it's long. I mean, it's a long finish, <laughs> a long burn. I mean, this is no joke. <laughs> it oh, is. Oh, but damn, that's tasty. It, it does have a, a ton of flavor to it, and it's both up front and finish. Yeah, I mean, it's got some nice uh, fruity caramel notes up front. That mid-palate's full of just vanilla and a little bit of, uh, like, Brown sugar, a little bit of cornbread, like yeah, like that, like that that mama's home cooked cornbread. It's got a little bit of that sweet char, like on the bottom of that cast iron skillet as it comes out of the oven. I mean, I mean, after that initial Kentucky hug, that initial shock. I mean, I mean, it it's still holding on. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, it is. It cleared the now, esophagus. Up. Now, see, I think it's got a great finish, but like. I love high proof stuff. Like I'm, 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 I'm the high proof whore of this group, right? Just in general. I mean, even when Matt's around, like I, I like it hot. I like it fresh, and I, I love this man. I mean, it's good. I think this is one of those like, <clears throat> so so when you talk about Barstown, you got like their Fusion line, which is about fifty bucks, and then you go up to the Discovery, which again it's another price point. You look at again one hundred twenty nine ish dollars. Um, and I think it sat on the shelf for a while. And I think people started once once the, the snowball kind of rolled down the hill. I mean, it, it rolled pretty quickly to a point where it, it's hard to get anymore. You can still find it. Uh, it it's, it's difficult. I think they still have some of it at the gift shop uh, and stuff like that. But it's not super easy, but it, it's out there. So I've had three before. Um, but I've not tried four. I don't know that I, I don't know that I prefer this over the three or not. I, I'd like to side by side them just to kind of give it a little bit of a reference, but this is definitely a very tasty pour. And the more I drink of it, that, uh, that rye and a little bit of the, 
that that smoky like earthy tones there's is in that kentucky hug y'all are talking about but it's all sweet up front and like i said a couple drops of water really calmed that burn down pretty quickly uh, but it brought out caramel notes in it very strongly <clears throat> it's a good pour i've never had bardstown bourbon before no i think they're doing really good things damn you popped there. josh's cherry tonight man oh look at that and it was a really heavy cork at that man popping it's, corks it's a solid quality bottle i mean it really is I, I i love the way these bottles are they're just heavy and dense and got a little got a little heaviness to them the original bottles it's i think the first bottles they had were the collab bottles and those were, I'm telling you, you think about those glass shower tiles or the bricks right? with a hockey puck, solid like brass cork. I mean, I swear that thing could like, is, is like a weapon. Like you put it in your car, it's like a concealed weapon. So this also has some great legs to it. And I know you usually talk about the legs, Nick, but you know, I'm more of a, 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 a boob and butt man, but, but this yeah. has got some nice legs to it. Nice, rich color. I mean, it's... It is. It's 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 really nice and dark. This is another one of those. Um, I love bringing Bardstown to different uh, functions and stuff like that because a lot of people they might pass it up because they don't know a lot about it. It is newer, but you know, again, bringing something that uh, uh, people might not have. They it, it's it's a it's a. I think it's a phenomenal uh, display. Uh, they etched in the back, or I don't know if it's like engraved or whatever it is, but they have. Different things on the back. Um, Feels like it's painted. It could be painted. I mean, I don't know. Uh, The the neck tag, the the cork, the quality. I mean, I think it's just a classy bottle. I mean, it looks really, it looks damn good on the shelf. Absolutely, it does. Can I I use that word? (laughs) I guess I'm going to have to buy me a bottle now. Yep. So what do I need to buy? Discovery 4 is the only one you're going to find on a shelf. So so Discovery 4, I've had them all. and uh, I need to get them so I can we can do them side by side. But usually my top two are right now are the Discovery Two, which again you get a lot more of that sweetness to it. So you get those more caramel vanilla notes. I think Discovery Four again to me it's a little it, it is a little older based off of how my calculations work. But you get a little more of the wood notes. So how I tell people I go if you like a little more of uh, the wood notes go to number four if you can find it. Um, number two is going to you know they're not that old, but it's going to be hard to find. If you like some of the sweeter notes, try to attack and try to find that number two. So oddly enough, this number two, I saw this yesterday at Bottles Unlimited. Oh, really? Yep. Sitting on the top shelf. Not right anymore. Thing. Not anymore. You just gave it away. Well, this won't post until Sunday, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but what he meant to say was not anymore because Josh is going to get it tomorrow. That's right. So, uh, but the, I, the, the, the last two liquor barns I went to, though, have all had Discovery Batch 4. Like, I mean, they've just yeah. had it sitting on. It's usually behind the counter, but. How much a bottle? I like think 129, it, 139. Yeah. Okay. No, it, I, I don't think it's bad at all. I, I have no issues buying this bottle for that. Amount. I prefer this one neat, though. Yes. Uh, the water, to me, it just. Uh, I, I actually think it took part of the sweetness away. I liked it. And I think the rye came out. I think you get a little bit more heat on the backside whenever you out of the water. I couldn't handle the heat, but I did like it with a couple drops of water on it. It really calmed the burn down. But maybe the 122 proof just burned it the first time it went down and made it smooth for everything else. All right. So now we're going to go to this uh, Pfeiffer Pave Reserve. So so nine-year Tennessee Dissolute, a.k.a. Dickel, finished in Pfeiffer Pave Barrels. 107 damn we got some owa in the house so man. so i think they label this as 
cask strength, if I recall. I know this is, so they, they have three iterations of this. So the first iteration is 107 proof. The second iteration, which just dropped this year, I think can still be found. It's not totally like unattainable is 100 proof. And they label that as cask strength. And then they just released, now this is sold out. So um, they're single barrel at the distillery, which only had, I think it yielded a 215 bottles, I think, uh, is what, what the uh, manager said. Not a lot. They may have had two barrels of the Pfeiffer Pave and then one of the Prisoner. But, um, again, I think they've had three iterations so far. So this is number one. This is the one that came in the fancy-looking box. So for all them taters out there, um, it actually had a, a decent display. It had, like, this, like, leather-looking box. You open it up, had a little information, like, how they got the casks. Um, and I think they... Uh, did the dry ice saran wrap and left a little bit in the cask and let it roll around so you get that that Cabernet uh, finish to it. And then they, <clears throat> when they got it to Bardstown, I think they may have dumped that out and then put in their put in the distillate. So the nose on this is very complicated. Like it's got some. Really, I was gonna say it's very plain. Really, I get like some weird fruit notes, like almost like a like dark fruit, like plum or. I'm not getting much of anything on the nose on this one. Huh. Maybe the wine's mellowed out for you. I don't know. Or maybe the 122 going to the 107. Maybe maybe you're just still on that discovery bottle. I hear you. We probably should have started low proof, but I guess this one's finished. So Yeah, you don't want to mess your pal with finished stuff. but It did have a really good flavor to it, though. Uh, I got a real weird, uh, I almost want to call it a, a sugar cookie on the back end, but I'm not I, sure. I was just going to say that it's so. So Robin just made these. Um, I, they're not sugar cookies, but they're like uh, whatever, like almost a like cookie dough cookies. Snickerdoodle or no? It's not peanut butter. It's, oh, uh, you're talking about like like if you like made chocolate it, chip cookies without chocolate uh, chips. Yeah, I forget what she calls them. I, uh, gooey butter cookies. That's what they gooey go- butter cookies. Gooey butter cake cookies or something like that. She just made some, and and that that nose just like reminded me. And I haven't been in the house for you know a good hour or so. So right, but you, you get a whole lot of doughy in, in this finish. It's really doughy. And sugar cookies, the only way I can explain it, cookie dough, and it may not even be a sugar cookie finish. I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's the the gooey butter cookie. All right, like like I I almost need to like call Robin and be like, hey, can you come back from your studying and bring in three <laughs> gooey butter cookies so we can compare it? Um, yeah, not, I mean, I, I get, I definitely get what you guys are coming it's, from. It's like a cake batter type of. Like it, yeah. I, I guess that's more like if you don't know gooey butter, like I guess gooey butter is more like cake battery ish. It's almost like I want to scrape my tongue a little <laughs> bit here, just because it gives you that dry mouth feel a little bit with it. It but does. It has it has you coming back for more. I mean, it, it. It's interesting. I'll tell you that. I, th- I still can't believe you don't you, you don't you don't think the nose has anything there. I don't. I thought, and maybe I burned a nostril with the hundred and twenty two proof. Did you snort it and did you like, I mean, get it in there? It's all Coke, bro. Did you stick a little in there and rub it on each side of your nose? Every once in a while, you got to clean the palate. Man. Nose and throat. I think the nose has got, you know, it's got a little bit of caramel. It's got, you know, like I said, almost like a plum or like a really, really dark cherry. But the taste, I mean, it's, yeah, I, up front, it's all like dark fruit, like I said, and I'm picking that up and, and it's almost like, like I said, like cherry or plum or something like that. And then that finish is like very interesting pour sugar cookie or you know something like that. But 
ooey gooey butter cake or something. And Nick's over here texting for cookies now. He is. Well, I'm, I'm actually seeing where she's at. <laughs> she's nowhere close. I think she's out at Prospect. So no hope of getting cookies. Scott got himself a big old pour of that bottle. So it, it's got a lot of well, it's we got go, some good we go legs from the on mini, it. We go from the mini glens to the and Scott gets like these giant ones. He has it like half filled up. Jesus. Well, it's his birthday pour. There okay. You go. Yeah. With all fairness, it is birthday, kind of a birthday baby. It, it does have a nice color to it. I think it has a, a little more. I mean, when when you compare to the both of them, they both have a rich color. Compared to like the other ones, I mean, it's I mean, it's a nice dark. So this is like a rich, like bronze or rich copper yes, color to it. Yes, we ought to go out to Bardstown Bourbon for your birthday. I, I mean, it's a, it's a day long adventure. I mean, they have they have the restaurant out there. They have the tours, gift shop. They have the samples. I'd be down for that, but I don't think my wife would 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 float for that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, last time I I was there over the weekend. We need her to drive. That is true. She can be our driver. Minivan. Minivan. Oh, the yeah. swagger wagon. The 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 grocery getter. We call it the swagger wagon. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? That like Toyota did a whole like mini commercial series run when they let out the. I think it was at the time it was the year we bought ours, which would have been like 2015. The Toyota Sienna, and it's it's a really funny like kind of hip commercial, but it's like these two hipster people with their younger kids in the you're, swagger wagon. You're totally a hipster. Yeah, I'm totally a hipster. <laughs> All that hair on your head. Most people would say, oh, yeah, when they see me, they're like, oh, that dude's a total hipster. <laughs> I would totally say that. No, you wouldn't. You're totally. full of shit. <laughs> yes. I used to rock a uh, the old grocery getter. My uh, my grandma gave me a 1996, uh, I think it was like a Plymouth Town and Country. I mean, we're talking like gold wheels, cassette tape. Heck, yeah. I mean, I used to rock that for like four or five years. When I met Robin, I rocked the, the van. And, uh, and she still said yes. Somehow, uh, the stories. I I'm surprised tell. I haven't met Robin yet. I've been here a few times, and she's. I'm almost wondering if she really exists. You, you know, she it's, makes it, ooey gooey butter cookies. Butter cookies, yeah. No, it, it's it's funny. Nick's <laughs> almost too skinny to be a married man. <laughs> <laughs> but what's funny is, so she moved over here about five or six months before I moved over here. So we came from Kansas. So yeah. for the longest time, like no, wait a minute, I thought it was Missouri. <laughs> Just well, kidding. <laughs> borderline. I mean, literally, like like. Like a half mile from the Kansas Missouri line. So when my wife when my wife ran the mini, she ran it in Kansas City, and it they counts actually, for two. They actually went into both states. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, really it, weird. It counts for two states. So uh, when she came over here, though, it was, "Do you really have a husband?" We keep hearing about this Nick guy, but we never see you. You know, so so we always joke around because her schedule is all over the place. My schedule is all over the place. So all right, I like it. I like both of them actually. Yeah, Let's try it with water. I did. I tried both of them with water. I, uh, I I would go both neat, honestly. Yeah, I think so too. The water just seemed to, I don't know, just kind of messed up the, especially the pave when the Dude, the, you, the Pfeiffer. You kicked my butt with 122 proofs to start it, so all good, good stuff. <laughs> honestly, it's it's tough to pick between the two because again, you got the discovery and then you got to finish one. I think the finish is solid. Um, that discovery, I think, is a little more attainable. It's not as specialized as the Pfeiffer Pave, um, I, I, I'm not disappointed I have several of these. I think I agree. I think I'm going to go with the, the Discovery just because I think it's a little bit more readily available. Um, but the Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer is really good. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Not everyday shelfers. Not everyday shelfers for sure. Yeah. No, but you can still find them. I, you, like the Pfeiffer is, again, it's a collab, so it's it's a little more limited. They do like smaller batches. Like So a, did they send those out to Napa Valley, whoever they collabed with? 
So, so my understanding is they hold some back. So I don't know X, X amount of cases. Um, I know some of like the, the Mistels and, and collabs with Copper and Kings, they limited to about 300 to 500 bottles. Um, I'd assume, I think I saw the run about 1200 to 1300 bottles. So again, a little more rare, uh, discovery is a lot more readily available. Um, they're going to drop number five. I've, I've had, I have not had number five yet. Um, I've had one through four, uh, two and four are phenomenal. Uh, the, the, the crazy thing is the labels. So the bottle has had consistency across the years. It has this nice big, it's heavy, big, beautiful bottle. The labels have changed. So the number two is this like nice, rich hunter green. The number four is like this brick color. Right. So it's one of those like people get confused like but oh. But number three is still like that brick red, is it not? Uh, they both red. I, I like forget. one and two are green, and then three and four are red. Yeah, I think one is like a little more like it has like a little more teal notes to it. Do you all need something to do with your time talking about the color of the label? Well, I I want to explain it to people so that so that way they can go in and be like, hey, I know that's what it is because the fusion's like this blue color. So oh. so I, I get messages often by like, hey, is this the bottle? It's like no, that's a fusion. That's blue. It's not bad. Again, fifty dollars. We can do that another day. Uh, but you know, again, maybe the, we put that on so the I need to look, shelf for series. I need to look for green and brick. Yeah, so green and brick, and then on again on the left side of the the bottle, just look for you know the what batch it is. They, they're very transparent. They're very good about it. They put the batch on it, which I love. I actually, I absolutely love the 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 way that they do their labels with the transparency, with the what batch number it is, things like that. So I don't have to Google proof and everything else like that. But I think a solid pour for one twenty nine. Um, no ice needed. Uh, you can take it. It's not, you know, people probably don't have that everywhere. So I love sharing it. Cool. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. So happy people, birthday to Scott. Happy birthday to me. 44 years young. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to find Bourbon Barrel Talk, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also uh, send us an email at bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com. If you want to uh, check out our website, you can do that. I'm going to make Josh redo it just so that way it looks better because right now it looks like trash. Nope. Yeah. And then uh, I'm going to make him also do a bunch of videos. Nope. Yep. Yep. So anyway, this is Scott, Nick, Josh signing off. Peace.